may I ask if you have any questions or anything to say? Uh, the question is, what is the deciding factor for me to become a monk? Sorry, what do you mean, deciding factor? Uh, sorry, I'm giving you a question back. <laughs> yes, decide, what do you mean, deciding factor or... Hmm. What? 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 Hey, what made me decide to? What did I? What did I decide to become a monk? Why? Or how? What's the factor? Okay. 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 <laughs> so the question is, what, what, why? Or what is the decide? How did I decide? Or why? How I decide? <laughs> did I decide to become a? Uh, Buddhist monk. Um, okay, I say, and if if answer is not enough, you can. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> um, I think uh, when I uh, left uh, in, in the talk, I said I left Japan instead of uh, following uh, usual course of of. Uh, uh, becoming a medical doctor, I left Japan, and uh, the big question moment that I had was meaning of the life. Uh, I think it's to to put the single word is a rather difficult thing. It's more like a whole complex of. Uh, Urge, but also I think uh, there's a um, uncertainty of the life. You know that one. Just recently, I realized what as what I had them, uh, because life is waiting for me in front of me, but literally unknown, uncertain. What is a life? And also to say, so what is the life? And particularly in the context of, uh, well, in a Buddhist term, um, now I can say it's impermanent. So uh, anything will change, or anything in the end becomes fall apart, nothing, or so my my feeling then I had was meaningless. For instance, to become a doctor, yes, but it is, now I can say it is a very important profession 
to help people, to care people. I, I, I do need the help. But then I, what I thought is, in the end, people die. Also, my mind was also quite uh, idealistic and judgmental. Uh, modern medicine, sometimes people uh, help people, but, them, but sometimes they do the opposite, that, that, that kind of thing. So am I learning something important? If I do not know the essential meaning of the life, uh, what is this work as a medical doctor? That kind of, so the main thing I had to carry with me was, um, sorry, I can't put the right word, but the question about the life. And that was, I think, I had when I was already 10, some issue. But I, I, I guess I've been suppressing it because I had to survive competitive educational system of Japan and to be a good boy. And uh, so, uh, but of course suppression doesn't work. And in the end, this one came up and then uh, I couldn't compromise anymore. And uh, so I knew if I do not, if I do not, face or handle this question as a main one, uh, anything else, I couldn't motivate myself. So that was how I felt uh, when I left Japan. And your question, if it is uh, about particularly uh, about uh, becoming Buddhist monk, that was two years later, uh, Did I know everything or reasonably everything about m meaning of a Buddhist monk then? No. <laughs> of course I saw the form and the Buddhism is not totally falling to me because I was born in Japan, which was a Mahayana tradition, but it's any Buddhist tradition. So the, uh, at least the word, image, teaching of Buddha is, is, is not falling to was not falling to me at all. But Theravada Buddhism was, okay, something new, but it's not new com completely, but also it is going back to the original teaching. So in that sense, uh, I had uh, some familiarity, and that's why I had uh, faith, although I didn't know what exactly is. I mean, I'm still learning it, I have to say, but uh, much clearer. And uh, uh, one thing I was interested, uh, uh, one thing that import was important to me was uh, lifestyle itself. Because when I was in India and, uh, and then one, after one year, I couldn't uh, extend my visa there and I moved to Thailand. And then uh, I was visiting various Buddhist uh, meditation centers. And I was doing intensive meditation, one week, two weeks, one month, and so on. And then, okay, enjoying it, but true satisfaction didn't come up. Until I came to uh, Wat Pananachat at the for uh, International Forest Monastery that Mpossmedo uh, established. He wasn't there anymore. Uh, but then there, what I saw was lifestyle of the Buddhist monks, particularly Western uh, monks. 
And then what they are doing is actually surrendering to the life of a mendicant. Not like, okay, I go to meditation, retreat, or meditation center for two weeks, three weeks. I knew I had a slight intention behind was, okay, maybe I got a good insight so that I can go back to Japan peacefully and then I can pass, pursue the career, what I w was supposed to do, something like this. But that was not really true answer to me. But when I saw the Westerners wearing this robe, eating rice, which is again quite foreign to them, and surrendering the very uh, basic lifestyle you found in uh, Northeast Thailand, the monastery there. So, and then they actually, not just a limited time, limited time, but actually life itself they were putting. So that's when I saw it. It's not like an immediate, oh, that's it, I want to do the same with 100% uh, confidence, not like this, but at least it reminded me, my initial in, uh, inquiry, what is the life? What actually matters? So, uh, and then also, if you ask me what is deciding factors, another thing I can think is, Mm, somehow, I had the affinity or liking toward this kind of form. Okay, even a Buddhist monk's robe in Japan too. Now I reflect back. Uh, when I was a child or younger, I didn't think about but uh, when I talked with uh, my ex-school friends, something like this. And then uh, actually my perception I had then was not necessarily similar or same as other friends. So I can s think something in me was attracted to this kind of life style, just having a robe, shaving hair, and also, mm, and also similar area um, you know, when you have a okay inquiry to life, spiritual pursuit, and there are many ways we can find nowadays. But uh, and uh, until you really practice, you don't know which one is correct. Uh, so initially, when I was inquiring, my tendencies. No, not tendency. With this form, with, with this tradition, I know this one is from 2,500 years ago, and it is from Buddha himself. So what we call authenticity. Although I said I couldn't see, I had a s struggle in finding any value in anything, trust in anything, but on the other hand, if I had to hold on to anything, it couldn't be anything light or anything easy. I couldn't trust that. But okay, somehow I felt okay to give it a go with this form, authentic form, something like this. 
And yeah, of course, the meditation was important. Am I answering your question? Am I answering your question? Okay. Yes. Yes. Children. Yeah. Children can see you. Uh-huh. So, is it two questions or? Uh, huh? So, well, the question is: When you are thinking of gratitude or what you can do for your deceased parents, and you might feel guilty or too late. Mm. And also, second question is of what is the practical way of doing it? Oh. I I don't have a perfect answer for it. Um, well. Well, I, I can go back to, well, okay, let's say the story of my father. And uh, just as I said, um, too late, I can think in that way too. And uh, if he were here, now I can talk with him. <laughs> I can listen to, I want to listen to his, how much pain he had to go through. Even that. Was, didn't happen properly, or uh, yes, I, I never said properly thank you to him. Probably opposite. <laughs> I'm very ego-centered, like, uh, okay, because my endeavor at the school, I entered the proper uh, 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 the medical school, and then because of this, I qualified and so on. So. Uh, I didn't have a space in my mind to recognize how much I was given love and care and support in many ways. Financially, of course. Emotionally. Anything else? Probably from father, maybe different, but even I can imagine physical care too. So, and now I can see, now I can notice. And also, I know, yes, I caused such a problem, difficulties to him, and I didn't have any chance to listen to. Or I wish he could see how I am now, 
and uh, I like to share my life. I'm not, I think although the, my parents and I had a different, totally different idea about the life then, but at least the really bottom line, the, their hope or concern and hope was for me to be happy. Okay? At one level, yes, they, they wanted me to be medical doctor and so on. But even if it is not the case, at least uh, for them to see me happy, that's that parent's uh, genuine wish, I believe. And then uh, when he was alive, I, my life as a bhikkhu Buddhist monk was not so well established. I was still struggling a lot. So uh, if it's now, I can at least share my life, and also I can help him, probably he's very old and so on. So too late is very much a word I can relate. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm probably I'm working two questions together. What, or I say, what I am doing now? What I am doing now is whether this is sufficient or not, no idea, but at least what I do is uh, monthly anniversary, he died January, 26th of January, 17 years ago. So uh, at my home, the Buddhist monk come to do a chanting in, in a shrine home, monthly anniversary. This is a practice and my mother organizes it. But uh, also I do it myself. Every month on the 26th, I do funeral chanting for him. Uh, also, uh, before I go to bed, I do a few things, not many, but sort of determination or similar. Because I often say, uh, sleeping time is yes, we lose usual sense of consciousness and what we call subconsciousness we experience. But uh, uh, when you go to subconsciousness, we lose the control. <laughs> but uh, when we go to sleep, this is the time we can control the direction. Like uh, there's a boat on the shore. When you push the boat, once you boat leave the shore, you do not know, depends on the flow how boat goes, we do not know, that's how we have a dream and anything. But uh, when we push the boat, before you go to bed, we can do something. Sometimes we make a determination or dedication. This is how I think. So before I go to bed, I take a care of it. Similarly, when I wake up, the same thing. Beginning of the day, set up the tone in the right tone, that's kind of things. So. Uh, uh, of course, uh, not of course, okay, uh, take refuge in the Buddha Dhamma Sangha. This is quite important. And we do, and actually when we bow three times, you know, I'm actually consciously, I'm doing, taking, put down Sadarangacha, Sadarangacha. I was actually mentally reciting. So many times a day I'm doing it. it it's, yes, it is, this form is, is but actually mentally, uh, uh, I would say, big conditioning 
is quite important. So that's what I'm doing. And then before I go to bed, when I wake up, I do this. And uh, uh, also, I don't know how to say. difficult word, but similar to spreading a meta to the uh, a good thought to the world, something like this, I do. And uh, saying a word of gratitude to parents and the teachers, I do. And that and plus, you may laugh at me. <laughs> I do, uh, uh, what shall I say? Ah, first time to say this in public, I think. <laughs> uh, before I go to bed, uh, one of the word, phrase I repeat, uh, say is, I am. I am paying, <coughs> for, uh, I say in Japanese, so the translation is not perfect, but something like I am paying back the, in the best way I could do to my parents. Something like this. Uh, more or less determination. Not I, wi I wish, I don't say I wish, but I am doing. And. Uh, so yes, so uh, both, like uh, in, in, in right now as a Buddhist monk, and my father is not alive anymore, and my mother is far away, apart from writing a letter, uh, calling her or visiting her. When I'm here physically, I cannot do anything. I can think, I can send uh, some good thought toward them, but most of the time I'm doing something else. But something else means practicing uh, Buddhism. Sīra, uh, samādhi, panya, or whatever, the cultivating awareness. And then uh, this is, okay, I put, I believe that this is in a biggest context. It is helping everybody, but also it is helping the most important person in my life too. But instead of just thinking or believing, I say it in a affirming way. So, I am paying return uh, what I owe to parents in the best way I could. So, uh, resetting my way of thinking, instead of thinking, oh, it is too late, I cannot do, or I can do only this, but I just say, I am doing this. And at, at least then my consciousness and my being will grow in that framework. And whether and how it affects them, this is beyond my understanding. But at least uh, in my experience, it helps to change my perception in a positive way. Otherwise, I can dwell on uh, guilty feeling or some missing feeling of imperfection. 
that doesn't help. Um, sorry, my translation in English is not, I feel very uh, perfect, but I hope I, it conveyed a meaning. Yeah. That's what I do. Yes. Okay, so the question, uh, sorry, I repeat because the recording. Um, so the question is, uh, what can I say if the parents is strange or they leave, so they leave the children, so how can they feel gratitude to them? Something like this. Well, yes. I mean, similarly, I mentioned about the case of uh, abuse. And, okay, abandoning one of the very unfortunate case, or abuse, or lots of conflict between the parents, or alcoholism, addiction, very unfortunate situation, so children cannot feel love, cannot remember any care, that kind of thing. And this is... Um, uh, it takes 10 minutes to answer. <laughs> um, of course, um, uh, in a talk earlier, I said too, uh, I do not know if I am in the same situation. Can I, can I feel any gratitude towards them? Uh, I, so I'd like to maybe bring up two examples. I have one uh, friend, he's a Buddhist monk, Japanese, but he's a Buddhist, Theravada Buddhist monk. And uh, he recently wrote me an email replying, uh, my, uh, I was explaining my mother's condition. He said he, he took care of his dying father last two years. And then before, his experience and perception of his father was one of hatred, aversion, contempt, looking down upon. So uh, he didn't say any detail why uh, it wasn't a context, but at least relation was opposite of gratitude, anything like this. But somehow he had opportunity to look after his father the end of life for about two years. And then that changed the perception. And then uh, na naturally, well, I, I'm not naturally, he said, compass compassion, was ca uh, compassion came out and so on. I didn't ask, well, we didn't uh, 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 send emails further, so I didn't have a chance to have detail, but I was very touched by reading it. And this is a small example to say, maybe we think this is impossible, and then our perception, experience of parents are like this, but maybe that is not certain. And I go further, the second example, that takes a bit <laughs> time to explain. Um, uh, in Japan, there's a 
practice called Naikan. Translation is uh, something like an internal investigation. And what they do is it takes seven days, and then they will put you <laughs> in just small space, about one meter by one meter, uh, with a screen around you. So just complete on your own. And they will bring your food three times a day, do chores, but apart from that, you are just there to contemplate only three questions. It's about, like, uh, and then uh, go through from your mother, father, uh, if you are married, uh, your spouse, and so on. And, uh, and then, the, and the, okay, you sit first period. Uh, when you're a child, let's say, when you are six years old until 10 years old, you don't go back to earlier. Uh, it's not about imagination or thinking, but clear memory is needed. So go starting from the time you can remember, and then divide it into three years, four years, and about one year, you think of three subjects. Uh, first, what, if it's a mother, did your mother do for you? Like doing washing up, washing, giving uh, food, preparing a pack lunch for your school, whatever. And then what problem did you cause to your mother? <laughs> and the third one is what did you pay back to her as a gratitude or whatever? So, uh, and then first one where you do this, second time, uh, next period, if six to ten is first year period, then ten to twelve, something like this, and carry on, carry on, carry on until present now. And the next person, again and again for one week, and starting from five o'clock in the morning, I don't remember, throughout the day. But very simple, just thinking of this, and not imagining or making a judgment or anything, just the finding a fact, the memory. And, and I was interested, I, I've been uh, looking at their newsletters, and the result is, I can't use the word, almost miraculous. So the persons with the problem of uh, uh, neurosis, neurotic disorder, or some uh, health problem, even some depression, or a family problem, divorcing couple, fighting couple, or uh, uh, children who had a strong aversion, hatred towards parents, something like this. Various kind of problem, big to small, obvious to hidden. After seven days, life changes. Uh, it is seems like nothing, but you need to apply quite a patience to repeat again and again, and uh, somehow. I would imagine not necessarily everybody, but often people recognize, ah, 
some memory, memory of certain moment can come up or something and then I see I was actually loved so much. That kind of very strong recognition can arouse. Before she or he would have a perception of parents as a, oh, she never loved me. She, she paid more attention to my brother, but she, she, she uh, actually didn't care about me. But, but that was memory, uh, uh, ideas, perceptions that the person is having. And because of that subtle sense of suffering and some distance from the family or judgment I held in her heart. But then, actually, there is always the care and love from the parents. Once uh, the person recognizes it, you know, everything becomes different. Um, if I say, I mean, it's not good to see somebody direct experience, but when I read it, I can, I feel really, uh, impressed and uh, so that's why by seeing this too I have uh, um, I can use the word faith that even in a difficult situations there are actually something we can recognize something we can remember but uh, you said the case of abandoning and if you don't have any relation, any memory, that's... Uh, but oh, again, I'm not sure. That is how the person thinks. But before abandoning, there might be something. Also, I think one, some of the foreigners did this course. Maybe it was in Germany. I mentioned it earlier, not this talk. Like the person was thinking of... Uh, I think her mother, her mother was alcoholic. So what she could think of is she was always drunk. You know, we, we, we have uh, some image of a good mother, loving mother, caring. And to, to have a memory of a drunk, how can we have a nice feeling towards her? But then she investigated again and again, and then came to realize even she was drunken or struggling with this alcoholic condition, she was preparing a food for her or doing other things as a mother. So when she realized, the person realized that, Again, yes, there's a love. So that, that kind of recognition can. So uh, this is example of others. But I like to extend to say this must be the case with us too. This 
okay, sometimes very, very difficult and we can't see any. And also, uh, it, it is not my point to say if you don't feel grateful, you're a bad person. Uh, gratitude, idea of gratitude is not like an intimate view that you have to feel grateful. No, no, this is totally opposite. But uh, gratitude is a source of happiness. We can look for, uh, we can remember, but we might not be able to find or we forget. But at least today, I'm not, I'm just halfway, I feel, but I like to uh, ask to feel some, at least, uh, if not confidence, some hope that uh, Yes, even in a very difficult situation, even in a very adverse situation, the love, care is there. Um, well, okay. The question was. Uh, uh, if I am saying that we need to go back to look at what's, what we owe to them. Um, the intention I s uh, quoted, uh, mentioned about this method of uh, internal investigation, like, it's not particularly about the method it itself you do, because I think, I think you have to be there to do it systematically then, uh, maybe result is like this. But uh, my intention to mention this is to see as a possibility to change the perception that we hold, okay, I am like this, my parents like this, my life is like this. And that's why I am not happy. Maybe you do not think the last bit, but we're fixing the view, ideas about life. But actually, there are cases that perception can be changed. That's what I want to say. So, Raka, uh, if I want to, f now, if the question is how we find this feeling of gratitude, and okay, um, if, if this is in Japan, I would say, okay, maybe can you try Nikon course? <laughs> I might say. Uh, but uh, here, you know, what we can start is, just like at the end of the talk I said, uh, to say thank you in general can help. Uh, because now I can see more and more on the Buddhist teaching of anatta, not self. It is actually, in essence, it is nothing or beyond anything. But uh, it is the mind to put the color, black and white, or positive or negative, or whatever. So it is our choice. And then if we, we can choose, why not? So, so to, to create or set, uh, develop a new good habit is, I would call, cultivation. So in a daily life to say, thank you. Or just like I said in the in the begin in the end, to say actually, 
I thank you to the person. If to say to certain person is difficult, impossible, other people to start with. So uh, make our being more familiar with this kind of uh, 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 element, aspect of life. These are very important and yet difficult questions. So uh, I'm aware this is not, <laughs> this hasn't answered the question <laughs> yet, but just a ha less than halfway. But my intention is to offer some encouragement. I hope it's been recorded, <laughs> so I don't repeat it. Uh, yes. The question is, uh, because of my experience uh, having lived in Thailand and other parts of Asia, so what's the difference between Zen Buddhism and this type of Buddhism? Am I correct? Theravada Buddhism. <laughs> uh, sorry, I do not know so much about the Zen Buddhism, so <laughs> I cannot, uh, uh, let's say, quote-unquote, compare. Uh, so, but it sometimes it comes up to my question too because I'm not, 
Zen Buddhism is just one of the schools you find in Japan, and then my family doesn't belong to it. But there are many literatures, and even at the university, I found them. And I, I felt interested, but uh, it is something you have to practice, not you can think. So uh, I didn't. And then somehow my life uh, uh, didn't have a chance to go through that channel. Um, uh, yeah, so compare. What is your interest? Well, I mean, if you talk about the difference, difference in at least Vinaya, disciplinary code, this is very different. Lifestyle, to some degree, is different. Is the teaching the same? Uh, I am not uh, entitled to answer that kind of uh, major question. <laughs> uh, but uh, when I uh, uh, read or think about other, uh, the teaching of other tradition, my interest is, is it actually leading to liberation, non-suffering? And it, if I put things in that context, uh, sometimes Zen literature makes sense a lot to me. And then, in fact, when I was, when I was a university student, yes, I was in Kyoto, so there are many Zen monasteries, and even some of the teachers, professors, are giving a lecture on Zen literature. So that's the, my background. And, uh, but I read this, I was in, well, I read just a tiny of it. I was impressed, but I couldn't really get a meaning, uh, deep meaning. But, and then I never practiced it, but having been <laughs> uh, practicing this Theravada Buddhism under Ajancha's lineage under the guidance of Rumpo Sumedo. Now I can understand much better. I know how, uh, how shall I say, how to relate to it, where it comes from. So that's at least I can say. Yes. Uh, so, my mother, now what does she appreciate? <laughs> mm, good question. <laughs> uh, well, I think the main thing is actually just as she misses me, <laughs> because long time I, I left home and uh, just as a mother, 
she misses me. And then uh, as a Buddhist monk, what does she appreciate? I don't think she has any understanding of Buddhism in a formal way, or this teaching, that teaching, or even the meditation itself. When I was meditating, she doesn't care. She's just walking around and making noise, and then, what are you doing? <sighs> <laughs> so, uh, um, I don't know where, I, well, part of it is, I, I think it comes from her background. She's more, well, the pure and Buddhism is, has an element of uh, devotional side. And then, uh, so, and she's not that familiar, but she has that one. So uh, she has natural respect for Buddhist monks. This is a son, so it's a different thing. But uh, now it comes to overlap. 60%, 40% still I'm a baby. <laughs> uh, and also, you know, sometimes, okay, I don't keep money. And she sometimes said, um, why if you have a, if you are a doctor and then this and this, now by now you are a millionaire. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I can laugh, but uh, some other times he said, yes, it's very good not to have money. Money is a problem. <laughs> and and also sometimes, I don't know what she means exactly, but yes, this is very good form. And, and, and I don't particularly want to know what she means either. But so uh, I, I think she does back and forth a lot. So sometimes she goes back to uh, lots of <laughs> and then uh, again it started, that kind of things. But some other times actually, oh, wow. Um, I mean, what exactly is, I'm not sure, but I think, you know, what we pick up from religious form in the end, it is something we difficult to put the word. Even I myself, like uh, why, the first question, why did I become a monk? I'm like, it is, I can analyze, but in the end, I have a struggle. And also, you know, uh, I'm a bit different story, but when I even walk, uh, uh, you know, uh, go to the cities, or cities in UK or some other European countries where Buddhism is completely foreign, but still, they, not everybody, of course, but the, some people show immediate, not just interest, but respect to this form. So, what is that? Okay, you can, you can say psychology and archetype and this and that. You may say this kind of analysis, but anyway, Without being told, we have some particular feeling towards it. And I think on the top of her, my mother's uh, 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 cultural background, this 
in relation to the form, this form of renunciation and the mendicant. I think that's what uh, she's been picking up. And then, uh, what I mean, when I became a monk, it was a very painful question. What am I doing? I am not doing anything for my mother. I don't. I never brought any single uh, penny as a salary to her or uh, grandchildren and so on. And I'm literally doing nothing. <laughs> but this doing nothing is the essence of this life. It's a really tricky one. Doing nothing in a material level, maybe, but spiritual level, this doing nothing means everything. <laughs> but when I was a junior monk, I didn't understand it. But now I can relate to this. And then uh, so through this, I believe even without doing anything much, it will affect people I know, particularly my parents. I have a strong karmic connection, so I, I'm helping. So I think this is more than my wishful thinking. And then that, that's how my mother has been uh, affected. Mm. It, my parents expected to. Uh -huh. uh, the question is, uh, did I feel too much pressure, expectation from my parents? Maybe yes, but I wasn't aware. I wanted to be a good son. I wanted to be, you know, the school. I, yes, I, I was studying hard. I wanted to have a good uh, marks in examination and so on. But I, I know that the part of it is I wanted to be a good son. I wanted to satisfy them. I know that. And then if I look back, now, maybe there is some pressure. Well, there must be, must have been, but uh, I was not that. Um, it was affecting me, I guess, but it wasn't, I wasn't so conscious of it. Well, they have, you know, negative state of mind and other detrimental health problems. 
The comment was particularly having rather being a mother experiencing being a mother yourself to see the actual different perspective and also to me too uh, like to see or sometimes I have a chance to visit a family where young mothers and you know the house is chaos because <laughs> kids that do everything. And, but then I can realize for the mother, they don't have any private time, any con- their own convenience, their time or anything. Just a continuation of uh, giving up, giving up. And so uh, that was good learning for me too. Yes. And uh, also, um, I repeat again that to, uh, various things happen. Uh, but also that the nature of mother to say, hey, do your best. Okay, different views, of course, different culture, uh, generation difference, and then uh, everybody has different ideas. And sometimes we can negotiate, sometimes we can't. But in the end, to say, to do your best, and yet they do care. So that's uh, something I remember, I will remember. Mm. I thank you for your comment, yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, if I summarize the question is uh, how as a Buddhist monk to cope with the love which is a quite a strong experience or even variable but usually Buddhist monk is uh, as a seen as a symbol of non-attachment, impermanence, not self and so on. But uh, on the other hand, as a human experience, to be with parents, with mother, is experience of love, very rich. How, how do we, how do you uh, experience it? That kind of, that's a question. Um, yeah, very good question, uh, thank you. Um, it is true, uh, I can talk many funny stories, <laughs> when I, how I am going to be with my mother. But anyway, it is true, I, I would have a strong emotions. I love, I do love her, 
And I know I will miss her. Well, I miss her too. She will miss me, and so on. So, uh, and uh, uh, the word love is from uh, 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 the people using a different, uh, various ways. So I have to be careful. But usually, when there's a love, usual love and attachment also there. When is the attachment and then the suffering and so on? And yet, as I've been talking. The maternal love, paternal love, this is quite a, a significant, important aspect of human experience. And we were together since of birth, so a very rich and deep area of feelings and emotions. And to me, so that's why initial period like when I left Japan, made a decision to leave Japan, I left Japan and to, became, to become a Buddhist monk in the first period, wasn't possible to meet them in an open, reasonable, nice way. It was too much. I knew there was a strong difference in views. I was, uh, I couldn't meet the expectation, but I wanted to be understood because they are important to me. And then that my life, the edition I was making is very important. So I wanted to be understood, my part, but for them, totally opposite. And I knew I, I didn't have any space to have this strong experience safely. So, uh, uh, but, uh, how shall I answer? If it's now, I don't say I'm always safe, I still can have a good fight with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like a seriously damaging or causing some uh, uh, problems, and uh, maybe two days, three days, no word at all, something like this can still happen. Uh, I have to, I have to look after myself better. But uh, um, because, you know, non-attachment, you said, or non-self, that actually allows hopefully everything. So, uh, you see, the emotion of I like, I don't like, I want to be loved, I cannot accept, welcomes. This is all big, heavy, strong stuff. And then by practicing um, whatever you call it, what, the, what we have is actually, you know, this practice is not gaining, but letting go, relinquishing, relinquishing. And Nobosmedo uh, said, listen to me, he said, Mianara, do you know, Buddha or Rinpoche taught, what he, they taught is total relinquishment. And so uh, the, the Buddhist practice is quite challenging in a sense. Usually we try practices to get to attain. But this practice is actually letting go, 
relinquishing, putting down. But result is actually free, freer, peace. When we have a goal like this, then if the emotion and the world and everything comes in this sphere, you can cope. But if there, either we dismiss or refuse or no way to cope. But our practice is actually putting down this boundary, issue, expectation, and so on. So we become open. This is a, what I call the place for eight noble, uh, eightfold eh? eight noble path, <laughs> uh, right speech, and so on. Right, it's not like a this right, this wrong, but actually place of perfection, total freedom. I'm, I'm putting a very beautiful word. So uh, by doing this, we have more in our heart, more place to listen to others. You may not like it, you may not understand, but and also your mind responds, oh, I don't like it, oh, I like it, I won't understand. But even our own voice is in the context of total freedom. So what I want to say is, by practicing renunciation, my relation with my, uh, now my, I can't say father, but my mother becomes easier. And then to embrace emotions, difficult ones, they're getting better. I, I don't say it's okay now, but some of the things when she says, I still find it difficult because some of the things are serious and when it is serious regardless it doesn't matter parents or other things um, uh, I will be affected but I have a faith that uh, everything is uh, manageable hmm? in a true Buddhist context Uh, the question was about the parents, where, which one did I have a closer? <laughs> um, but right now, oh, you said, did you? But right now, I would feel it's not a matter of comparison. I have a love towards my mother. I have a love towards my father. But that's not something I can compare. And different, and both important. Of course, what the relation I had with my father is different from what I have now with my mother. And then both are important. And then I feel, and then yes, okay. If, we, if you ask, I did I in the past? Okay. Uh, yeah, naturally, more naturally, the son. So I had a more connection with my mother. My father was dedicating his time to the work more, so less contact. And he was less uh, expressive in his emotion by nature. Towards the end, when I became a monk, 
he started show something very strong, which was new to me, and, and I really felt what where she, he was. But apart from that, she was rather quiet character. So both, well, usually mother is closer to children or son, and also because of my father's character, I had a closer relation to my mother. So if you use the word uh, the past tense, did I, I can answer in this way. But that's a, I say, uh, analysis. And, but when I look at actually that love, it's not something you can compare. The question about uh, aging and then showing gratitude, and it's true. And not only my case, I can see the. I think that the aging, either the parents or the OIM, makes aware of the time left for us. So that's why the element of gratitude comes more onto surface. Also, we ourselves also have gone through various situations. Like as she said, she herself is a mother. Then perception becomes more rich. So in that sense, the basis for uh, gratitude is bigger now. And uh, so how to express it? And you used about awkward. Yes, that's the thing I would feel. Um, but that's why I'm saying time left to us is limited. Awkward? Is it something we have to worry too much? That's why I, I said the example. But for me to say, Mom, I love you. <laughs> I mean, it is really awkward if I, if I put the word. Maybe in a Western context, it is more common. But for Japanese men to say like this, mother say, shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, now I want to do this as many times as I can. That's, that's really what I can do. So uh, yeah, thank you. I, the word I was looking for, awkward, is true. But no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be a problem. OK, so. Uh, Thank you all very much. Uh, thank you very much for being with me patiently. So I'd like to uh, close the uh, meeting today. And also, this is the last one for Sunday talks this year.
Okay. So I wish you everybody um, happiness, long life, good health, and uh, liberation. And please remember my request.